Mary assumed body and soul entirely into heaven. The church teaches that upon her death, she was assumed without any bodily corruption. So why do we celebrate that? We celebrate that because God has done a wonderful magic trick. Because it's just really cool, fun fact about Mary. Or is there something that is necessary spiritual and moral import for us? I think we should begin by reflecting on what death is. What is death? Death is when someone, something no longer is. When something no longer is. Somebody was alive and now they're dead. Which means they are no longer there. That body is no longer them. So Mary, who dies, but suffers no corruption immediately upon her death, being preserved from corruption, is taking entirely body and soul into heaven. What is the significance of that? Is that because Mary loves Christ with her whole body, Christ's teaching when he speaks to his disciples if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Mary enters into heaven with both her eyes and both of her hands, you know, all of her toenails, right? She enters totally because she loves the Lord with her whole self. Nothing in her dies because of the one whom she loves. She loves the Word, the eternal Son of the Father. And because she loves what is eternal, nothing in her passes away. But because we love what passes away, what is temporal, it is fitting that we also pass away and are given new bodies at our resurrection. What the assumption of Mary, one of the things that the assumption of Mary teaches us, is that by loving what is eternal, we preserve ourselves for eternal life. And that if we love what is temporal, if we love in this life only what is passing, whether it's riches, whether it's reputation, whether it's pleasure, whatever it might be, then we are certain to pass away with it. We will join what we love in eternity. We will join what we love in eternity. Now, the good news about this is that where Mary goes, the church goes. We call Mary the mother of the church or the archetype of the church. Whatever Mary does, so the Christian is supposed to do. And so the assumption of Mary speaks about our end. In a few months, we'll celebrate the Immaculate Conception of Mary, which speaks about our beginning in baptism. And so Mary speaks to us how we can begin to love her son in eternity. And that only begins in eternal foundations, as we heard in the gospel today. When Mary speaks about my soul, claims the greatness of the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. That she shows these foundations of true humility. That Mary is able to speak about herself and what God has done, yet Mary remains God's most humble creature. And that is because she recognizes it. Everything that she is and that she has comes from God and from no other hand. And so, yes, while she loves the Son who is eternal, she loves everything in the Son. She's able to love the temporal things of the world precisely as God means them to be loved, as simply temporal. 
but simply things that are passing away. As Job says, blessed is the Lord who gives and who takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so we ask that Mary can pray for us, that she can guard our hearts and preserve them for eternal life. That we not fall into love with the lusts of the world, with the riches of the world, reputation, honors, pleasure, because with them we are certain to pass away because this is the law of love. But that with Mary we can love her son who is eternal and lives eternally.